And a jumbo tight end, jumbo tackling at tight end here. It's Herbert, sticks the nose down, and gets in. Touchdown Chicago. And it's the rookie striking first. Rodgers snaps it quick. Pressure coming. Scrambles to his right. Pumps and runs. Aaron Rodgers is inside the pylon. Touchdown Packers. It's Rodgers running for the score. Right on cue, Joe. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast. It's uh, the day after Packer Week is over. With me, as always, is actor comedian Mike Pusateri. Mike, how are you? Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing well. How are you, Andy? I'm just great. Yeah, that was, that was so much fun. That the Bears have a new owner. We've been yeah, for one for a long time. Yes. Uh, so All before we get into that, um, of course, you can subscribe to this wonderful podcast at uh and you can sign up for the newsletter at pointlessexercise.com and mike uh how can the good people uh keep tabs with uh, you all my tabs are found at mikepusateri.com uh at mike pusateri on twitter and uh i'll be performing stand up this thursday uh so if you are in the greater los angeles area uh, Burbank, Flappers in Burbank, uh, at 730. Uh, and if you're a listener to this podcast, reach out to me and I'll send you uh, some highly discounted tickets. So there you go. No. Hi. Yeah. We got somebody wants dog- to you up on the tickets. Lucas would like <laughs> some. Tell, tell, yeah. Tell them to DM me. What kind of, pers- what kind of uh, discount are we talking here? Now uh, we're talking about like, uh, uh, 67% discount, I think. Wow. Well, that yeah. is a deal. Substantial, right. substantial. Yeah, yeah. If get more discount like that, you know, and uh, Bears can get new owners, perhaps. See if they can, uh, can purchase them from the greasy one, as you call them, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 an odd flex to let yourself go completely unkempt while you're trying to secure a job as a host of the most popular game show of all time. But that's yeah. exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of creepy looking now with the weird pulled back. It looks like a, an extra from a really bad pirate movie. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. But he still still manages to beat the Bears no matter what he does. You know, and, and rather easily, it seems. So what do you think, what do you think spurred on that outburst? The screaming. I know it was supposedly that there was a woman in the front row flipping him off with both middle fingers. Uh, I saw that Chicago party ant already took credit for that. Yeah, <laughs> as she should. <laughs> like, nice to see you too, Aaron. Um, yeah. But it seemed like there was more to it than that. Um, I, he did get emotional about his last trip to Soldier's Field and the fact that it, it looked for a little bit there like the Bears might actually uh, win the game. Is that what got yeah. him all angsty? Well, wasn't didn't someone ask him in his presser that week 
what Cindy asked, like, you know, would you ever play for the Bears after you leave the Packers? And he went on about, you know, I'm not very popular there, <laughs> you know, and he, he said all the right things then, you know, oh, they're great fans, but they don't like me too much. So you kind of felt maybe it was it was uh, brewing in him a little bit, bubbling up, and then he just let it loose. I guess. I don't know. He. I mean, the reality of it is, if the Bears didn't have Justin Fields and Aaron Rodgers deigned to play for them, he would immediately be the most popular athlete in Chicago. Oh, right. We know that. We would, oh, I'll never root for him. I hate that guy. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna, he might come play for us. Oh, I love him. He's the please, best. please, Aaron, please. Well, here's the thing. He, he, he wasn't wrong. He has owned us. I mean, there were no lies detected. Yeah, he's 21 and 5 now. I mean, yeah. I mean, think about how much Brett Favre kicked the Bears' ass. He was 22 and 9. They beat him almost twice as much as Aaron Rodgers. Right. And um, he didn't even finish one of those losses. They knocked him out. Um, Yeah, it's... But anyway, that's that's enough about um, Captain Scumbag. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Should the we game take started your... on a on a very positive note. Um, Bears drove right down the field, scored a touchdown, up seven nothing. The route was on. Well, actually, actually before that, well, that's right. We the Bears had... stopped them. Well, we had a timeout, or we had a flag rather uh, before the first play of the game, and followed by immediately a a huddle. The referees huddled. I. I cannot ever remember a referee huddle on the first play of the game. That should have told us this is yeah. a bad omen for the officiating in this well, game because that was weird. They, a couldn't weird... Ex- they couldn't explain. He couldn't explain the first penalty at all. He kept trying to explain it. Yeah. And he was. He kept saying they're going to uh, enforce the penalty on the kick. And what he <laughs> meant was on the return. Right. But he kept saying kick, and then he realized that wasn't right, and he just kept trying to say it over again, and he couldn't spit it out. Yeah, they, yeah. They should have. He should have just gone home. We really should have. Because it didn't. Point. It didn't get better from there. He should have just packed it up and said, "I don't have it today, guys. Somebody else, ref." Yeah, I'm yeah. screwed. And uh, boy, we had no idea how screwed we would be as this game went on. Yeah, I mean, we saw some some stuff you just don't see. Um, but yeah, so the Bears get the ball, a nice drive. Khalil Herbert proved that he wasn't just a, uh, a one week wonder. He's right. impressive in the Raider game. And he was even more impressive as the starting running back. What terrific. Um, yep. marched right down the field and, um, the actually threw the ball to Cole Komet. Yeah. And scored a touchdown. Yeah. And he thought, all right, here we go. Here it is. Um, then they got they got another one in the second half just for fun, and did absolutely nothing in between. Which was <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, which so gave they, all the all the Dalton you know wanters out there enough ammunition to be like, "See, he's not ready yet." Well, are there any other than Hub? Well, Hub is certainly the their leader. I think honestly, Hub. He's just petty enough. Part of it is that he's pissed that Justin Fields went to Ohio State. There's you can't convince me that Mr. Michigan oh, Red Ass doesn't 100%. isn't pissed 
100%. that the, the Bears' first good quarterback in forever is a Buckeye. Yeah, and he has to cheer for him if he's going to cheer for the yeah. Bears. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, I don't know if you – so I always watch the I always watch the press conferences, and they, sh- they always show Nagy, and they show whoever the quarterback was. And Hub asked the last question to Fields. And it was this long, ponderous thing about he clearly was trying to remember in the preseason when Fields got asked about um, did the speed of the game surprise you? And he said, no, I'm I'm already used to it. So because Fields got sacked on the last two offensive plays, Hub said, um, you know, you got sacked on those two plays. Is it a matter of you're just not uh, you haven't adjusted yet to the speed of the game? And Fields just went. <laughs> and then left. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sure Hub was pissed. It's like, okay, Hub, number one, you ask a yes or no question. Yeah. So you get a yes or no answer. Number two, it was for your shitty little, you'd already written your article and that nobody's going to read about yeah. how it's clear that he's just not adjusted to the speed of the game yet. Because he had, he had tweeted something out there about how he, he can't, he can't believe that Fields can't make a quicker decision whether to run or hang in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I thought he'd know how to do that by now. And so I replied to him. I did too. I can't believe four weeks into his NFL career, he hasn't mastered everything. I think they should just release him. Yeah. And give up on him. It's clearly a failed experiment. <laughs> clearly, right. Oh, yeah. We, you and I were blasting him yesterday. He, he had another thing right before the second 80 yard drive. Just, he's like, you know, he, uh, he tweets out the stats, which were unimpressive. And, you know, this just isn't good enough. And then right on cue. Justin Fields leads him 80 yards down the field. And actually on that drive, he had to score two touchdowns yep. because they had called one back for on a phantom hold on Mustafer, which was one of the many bizarre officiating calls in this game. Yeah. But yeah, it was just right on cue. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that, that no by fields, it's just like him figuratively just dusting, like, dusting right, a little right off his shoulder. <sighs> Go, goodbye. Go away. I think it started earlier in the week when um, Adam, I don't know, it was Adam Hogue. Maybe it was Adam Hogue. One of the Adams. Um, Hogue or Johns. Yeah. Asked a question to Fields about, um, do you feel like you're you're somewhat prepared for the Bear Pack rivalry considering that you played in the Ohio State-Michigan one? And then they threw in something about how, and honestly, the Bears recently have, have been Michigan. Yeah. And Hub got all pissed. You could hear him on the thing go, hey, what's that supposed to mean? It's supposed to mean they don't fucking beat the other team. That's what it's supposed to mean, Hubbard. You know that. Yeah. It's supposed to mean Ohio State has kicked your ass for a long time now. Actually, the Bears have been more successful than (laughs) Michigan has. That's true. Right. Wow. That's frightening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Bears managed to sneak in a win every now and then. But Hub's just a – Hub Hub is and has always been a red ass. Yeah. so it was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we talked about the Herbert second touchdown run got called back because of a phantom holding call. At least that one, they sh- Fox showed that he didn't. Hold yeah, him. right. The more infuriating one was in the first half, the play everybody will talk about for a long time, was uh, Kenny Clark jumped into the neutral zone. Sam Mustafer immediately snapped the ball. And Justin Fields knew what to do. And that was, I got a free play. 
Allen Robinson, go to the end zone. I'm going to throw the ball there. And there were a couple mm. of problems with that. Number one, referee did not throw a flag. That was two, the Allen Robinson problem. didn't run to the end zone. So the only right. person in the end zone was um, is it Darnell Savage. The uh, safety would later get hurt. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, his, his undeserved interception, karma, came back and shredded his knee for him. Uh so then Fields got criticized uh, by some people for, well, you can't just throw the ball down that way uh, unless you see the flag. That's right. He should immediately just, instead, he should just look all over the field to see yeah. if someone is, I mean, he played football long enough. You know if somebody's jumped off sides or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was clearly off sides, and that's what you do. And the, and the most infuriating thing about it was the Bears never do that. Ever. Well, that that's he did thing. it, and then it didn't work. And there's idiot bear fans who are like, "What was that? Why did yeah. you do that?" That's how real football teams operate. That's what I loved about that play. I love that he did that. He had the exact right instinct. That should have been an offsides penalty. He certainly thinks it is. So he does whatever what Aaron Rodgers does every single time. What all great quarterbacks do. He says, "Great, I got a free play. I'm going to take a shot down at the end zone." And, you know, the best the Bears ever do is, oh, I got a free play. I'll try to throw it three yards down the yeah, field. Well, that's, Mitch was famous for that. Yeah. He, he, Mitch would see the flag, and Mitch would, like, look for two seconds down the field and then throw a two-yard out. So you'd have to accept the penalty because your completed pass gained less than five yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he had – Here we got the, the opposite. Here we got the opposite, which is great. Again, that shows, you know, how uh, – how good we think he's going to be. And quite frankly, okay, it was intercepted, but the net effect, it was a punt. It was just a punt into the end. So it really wasn't that yeah, big. Yeah, it was third do. down. They were out of, well, you're never out of field goal range for Cairo Santos. Well, true. Um, but, you know. But they were. It's basically so a it punt. It, you're right. It didn't hurt anything. At all. In fact, the Packers, the smart play there was to just knock the ball down. So you can yeah, right. try to return the punt instead of just taking it. But nobody's going to drop an easy interception. That's yeah. You pad your stats. Catch it. Yeah, yeah. It happened again then. Uh, different, but the same idea, which was Fields got out of broken tank, got out of the pocket, and was like, all right, let's go deep. Because the scramble rules were on, and at least one of those wide receivers is supposed to just go to the end zone. In fact, so Adrian <laughs> Amos, a former Bear, who never made any kind of uh, play on the ball in five years with the Bears, Mm-hmm. Uh, almost got his second interception against the Bears since he left. Right. Uh, and Adrian Amos, after the game, said he ran to the end zone because he knew the scramble rules would be on, and that's where the ball was going to go. The Packers' safety had a better idea of what he, the Bear receivers were supposed to do than the Bear <laughs> receivers did. Is that right. is that a bad sign? Seems like it, yeah. He's like, well, if this was a real team, somebody would be heading right to the goalpost. I'll just head. I'll head right over there. Hey, look yeah. at the ball. Like, oh, yeah, there's just a lot of dumb that is going to need to be expunged from this team, and Boy. you can't expunge it when, um, when your head coach is still sponging it. Is that expunge yes. and sponge? Those aren't the, those aren't the same root. Well, 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 what is this English class? Well, who cares? Yeah, let's diagram that sentence. <laughs> Where's the principle? What's dangling? A, dang- a dangling participle. A split infinitive. I still don't know what a split infinitive is, but you know, yeah. So I don't know. They're they're, they're 
you know, we had we had the Bears kind of bringing their usual amount of dumb, which is a lot, and then the officiating crew bringing a whole other slew of dumb. That that was twenty pounds of dumb in a ten pound sack. (laughs) There was no way it could hold it, and it burst all over. I mean. So many things you never, as you say, you never see. You saw them all in one game. When is the last time you saw a quarterback calling timeout with three seconds to go and not getting it? When have you ever seen that? I can't. I can't think of a time I've seen. It killed the drive. It killed the drive. They were in field goal range, and then they weren't. And then they still. You tried to make a play on the next play, and they lost yards, and then they really weren't. It was. Yeah. And then he gets asked about it in the press conference. They ask Nagy. He's like, "What happened there?" And he's like, "Well, I'm the one who calls the timeouts." Well, it's like, okay, well, number one, that's not a thing. No. It doesn't yeah. mean you don't. Did you tell the refs if Justin tries to call timeout, do not <laughs> give it to him? I'm in charge of the timeouts. The other <laughs> thing is, why weren't you calling timeout? Then you love to call timeout. Here was a yeah. time when you actually needed to call one and you were nowhere to be found. No one loves to call a timeout when it is not needed more than you, Matt. Here we needed it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of timeouts. <laughs> yeah. That sequence. So the Packers, uh, short yardage was, the refs had an interesting time with short yardage in this game too. They certainly did, yeah. Uh, Was this before or after the first down where it's third and one, the Bears stuff Aaron Jones for a loss, the refs hustle in, signal first down. That that happened after. After. So this was before, and this was... I think it was Aaron Jones again, was lunging for the first down and looked like he right. came up just short. Yeah. Uh, the rest very confidently show up and go first down. <laughs> and so the play there, well, actually the real play there is you just swear to yourself, shit, they fucked us. Yeah. Um, t- a dainty little Matt Lefleur, the Packers coach, had challenged a spot earlier, just minutes before. And yeah. it's always a waste of time. It's just, Maybe, you should never... Um, Maybe he maybe that happened first. Now that you're running through it, not that it matters. Well, the, the channel. I don't know the order of the phantom first down. Yeah, but I do know the, that yeah. Matt Lafleur challenged the Bears on a um, short yardage, right? And um, didn't was not successful. Right, and and that was one of those. It was in a sea of humanity. Yes. There's no Whoever's way. Whoever's up in the game. booth telling him he should challenge it uh, is an idiot. Did him a disservice because yes. there's no way you could tell. Right. So. Um, the Packers get a, what's a dubious first down, and Nagy decides, well, the play there is if you're going to challenge it, you challenge it. Right. Throw right. a little red flag. Um, Nagy, because the Packers were hurrying up to the line, mostly likely because the Packers were worried. About it being reversed. Right. <laughs> yeah. He just he, he called timeout, Yeah. which is the dumbest thing you could possibly do there, unless you've already decided you're not going to challenge it. Because then right. you can't challenge it. Because if you try to challenge it and you fail, you still lose another timeout. You would lose two timeouts, the one you took and the one you lost. But now nah, it doesn't deter our boy Matt. No, not he at all. He challenges it anyway. <laughs> he's putting he's Jim Fossil. He's pushing all his timeout chips into the middle of the table. Yeah. We're going all in. And amazingly, he wins the challenge. Yes. He I mean, it was a challenge and he doesn't lose that second time out, but he does lose the first one. They call for no apparent reason. No reason at all. Right. Yeah. And I, and I was tweeting at the time, this is the dumbest challenge because first of all, they never work, but even if this one does, and it looks like it should, 
Well, the Packers are just going to sneak it on fourth down anyway, yep. which is exactly what they did. Yep. And then they went on to score that drive. Yeah, I mean, that's a challenge. The difference was Lafleur challenged a fourth and one, whereas right. if you get it, you get the ball. That's when you challenge. That's worth if, it. Yeah. If, if the right. idea is they're going to be two inches short and Aaron Rodgers is just going to do a quarterback sneak for the 8,000th time in his career and it's going right. to be a first down, then why are you wasting timeouts and everybody's time? I honestly think yeah. he just flaked when he saw all the Packers hurrying up to run a play. And he's standing yeah, there really like, he play. goes, I got nothing yeah. else to do now. I'm, I'm not, just going to call timeout. I'm not calling plays. See, this is what happens when you don't let me call plays. I just <sighs> randomly call dumb timeouts. See, I have I have all my brain energy to focus on the timeouts, and that's not a good thing. Yeah. I still get it wrong. So that was effectively, it was effectively two timeouts in a row because he had the timeout, and then he had the challenge flag right after it. So it was effectively that much time in between plays, right? It was about two timeouts. And, and the Packers, it, it almost looked like it gave them a chance to regroup because they were struggling on that whole drive, and then they just put it together and ended with the patented shovel pass by the greasy one into the end zone. So it really was just a brilliant move all around, that whole timeout challenge sequence. Nothing nothing pisses me off more than over the last two years, the Packers just find ways for him to throw one-yard touchdown passes. (laughs) And they do it just to pad his touchdown stats to try to keep him happy. And like I I wrote, um, he still hates them. They do all that shit just for him. And he's like, ah, fuck you guys. I still hate you. Right. Just give me your money. I'm going to cash those checks. Yeah. Um, thanks for letting me play football. But otherwise, I hate you. Yeah. I can't wait to leave. Which, <laughs> I've been to Wisconsin. I get. I understand. I know the sentiment. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, speaking of unintended timeouts. So, this is the kind of stuff that does not happen to good football teams. So uh, the Bears were moving the ball, and uh, Khalil Herbert had had, I think, like, I think he carried three times out of the last four plays, and they take him out. They sub him out, and they send Artavis Pierce in uh, to give him a rest. That's perfectly defensible. Kenny Clark got hurt on the play and laid there, like, I don't know if you remember when, um, when Irvin Santana got hurt and laid behind second base in the World Series as though he would just lay there for six weeks until his injury healed and the game could wait. That mm-hmm. was Kenny. Yeah. So a normal team then is like, sorry, Artavis. Khalil just <laughs> got his rest. He's going back in. Now the Bears leave him in, and not only that, they run a play, which is a play-action fake to him. Every, there, there was not a Packer in the world who thought they were going to hand the ball to Artavis Pierce. Right. Dressed in Rashan Salam's old uniform. There's no way they were going to. And so, uh, he, shockingly, the play didn't work. Yeah. Shockingly. And then they're also, this is, we'll file this in the, I'll never, we'll never know. Uh, but there was a play in the first quarter. Well, first, what are, what are your opinion? What are your feelings about Jakeem Grant? Uh, well, he keeps it exciting. Yeah. I will say that. He makes some interesting choices, and but some of them, I mean, he looks pretty darn good. Oh, he's he's super fast. Yeah, uh, he's a strong little guy. He's completely nuts, though. It's very clear. Jakeem yeah. is insane. Yeah. Um, he it's a favorite quote of mine is it looks like he's trying to win the game for both teams at the same time. <laughs> um, 
So they they brought him in for they 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 lined him up a wide receiver, and they were bringing him in motion, and it was very clear it was going to be a jet sweep. Right. And I don't even want to think about where he was going to end up with the ball. I <laughs> he could have ended up with Staley in the, end, in the other team's end zone. He could have I don't know, um, but the the snap never got to Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that Sam Mustafer coming out of the huddle went no. No, we're not giving the ball to Jakeem Grant here. I'll just fumble the snap. I'll sabotage the for the good of the team. I'll just sabotage the snap. Well, yeah, man. They did some, you know, the, the so the the whole Bill Lazor thing is that he has uh, simplified the offense. They run the mm-hmm. ball more. All that's good, but sometimes the Nagy stuff seeps out, and so on the first scoring drive, the play before the touchdown. Uh, the Bears somehow ended up in a formation where they had three tight ends lined up in a diamond with a wide receiver over there somewhere too, and they tried to quickly um, lateral the ball to Cole Komet, where the other guys were going to ram his way into the end. We're just going to clear a path for him into the end zone, yeah. which gained absolutely nothing. <laughs> just, you're a foot away from the end zone. Just yeah. run the ball. Why does he have to do all the craziest shit? Right at that moment, it's like, oh, oh, this is, you know, he was on. He's like, hey, run that, uh, run that, run the stupid shit that I drew. <laughs> run that, run that manure splitter on the Santa Ana. Run the uh, fumble waiting to happen play. Well, wh- on wh- six. What do you think? Uh, what do you What do you think? Should we take the cultural temperature of uh, of Matt Nagy in honor of the succession <laughs> succession debut last night? What is How this is how is it that Cousin Greg, how old is Cousin Greg? He's in his 20s. Yeah, late 20s, late I'd 20s. say. Yeah. yeah, I think. He does not seem to have any idea how the internet works at all. He's the best. By the way, have you ever seen a better use of no comment ever? <laughs> no comment. No comment. You don't <laughs> no have comment. to keep saying no comment. You just don't Greg. comment. You just don't comment, Greg. No comment. No comment. <laughs> he's still yelling it in the car. He's still yelling he's it out best. the window. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> it's such a great show. Uh, action stations. <laughs> now the internet is large. It, it is. That seemed to pacify Kendall. Yeah. He, however, did not impress the social media experts who showed up to interview with Kendall with his, uh, I wrote the, I wrote some tweets down. If you want <laughs> I think I can find him on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll find him. You know, I, I, I'm canceling my mom's credit card. <laughs> that long explanation. About how James Cromwell uh, cut his mom off, and he, or she's worried he's about to, and so she's charging everything. And the things she was buying, I didn't quite. She's just uh, as yeah. nuts as Greg, apparently. I think didn't Greg also drop a a, a good memeage? I think he dropped a good memeage in there. Yeah, you get a good memeage. <laughs> good memeage. It's largely positive. I have a <laughs> yeah. feeling the Kendall. Uh, social media that was not largely positive. I, yeah, I would imagine it never That's has been. Oh, good. 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 Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so speaking of succession, uh, how is Vag's health? <laughs> well, yeah. Honestly, who we, don't, we, want, we should hermetically seal her because things don't get better when she's gone. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. What a bunch. Yeah. Hmm. 
Uh, so um, for the most part, the defense played played pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. Jalen Jackson, Jalen Johnson, not Jalen Jackson. That's a different guy. That's Eddie's brother who doesn't tackle. Um, Jalen Johnson did about as good a job as you can on Devontae Adams, who basically yeah. catches every pass for the Packers. Right. Uh, and even the the long touchdown pass was clearly they'd gone to zone, and he was he handed him off. And there was, of course, when you do that in the Bears secondary, there was no one to pick him up. Right. And then Eddie Jackson does like a flyby and doesn't touch him. And yep. if he hadn't stepped out of bounds, it's a 62-yard touchdown pass. that should have been like a 20-yard game. Right. So uh, Lance Briggs took Eddie to task. And I thought actually relatively, like, seemed to do it out of concern. Mm-hmm. Like he was mm-hmm. explaining to him, you're the last line of defense. You're the safety. In that instance, you just have to do whatever you can to get that guy down. And so Eddie then retweeted something about how, like in 2011, Lance Briggs had the most missed tackles in the NFL. Or whatever. Okay. It's like, okay, Eddie, we don't give a shit. Yeah, right. Lance, and Briggs, you... was, Lance Briggs was a great player for the Bears for a, a very great, long time. Great, great player. Hey, but wait, why are you looking that up? Yeah. Really? I'm That's sure somebody gave it to him. Who that Lance? Uh, here you go. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I mean, we had things to get mad at Lance for. I mean... He, uh, he, he, was it a preseason game he just missed because he went to open his restaurant in California? That might have been a thing. It was probably yeah. a regular season game. I think he took a week off. No, I think he just took some practices off. Yeah. And of course, the thing he's, um, another thing he's famous for was he, uh, pioneered, he didn't pioneer it, but he, uh, helped publicize a technique that, uh, one of my friends, loser, uh, soon to be ex husbands, uh, tried, which was, um, Lance got in an accident on the Edens, I think. And I, don't even, I don't know where you're going with this. Okay. I don't remember this. Go ahead. And uh, one car accident on the Edens early one morning and just left his car. Ah, just okay. left it, walked away, hopped, hitched a ride somewhere. Um, I He would never say whether or not it was to avoid a DUI, but it worked because all he got instead was a leaving the scene of an accident. And right. then I had a friend who, um, her loser, uh, the, at the time husband, was driving in on the, in the middle of the afternoon, he was already hammered, he'd been golfing, nobody knew why he was going to Chicago, but on 90, he clipped the median, as one does in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. and um, did the same thing, just ran away hmm. from the car, um, and came back the next day to claim it and got a ticket for leaving the scene of an accident, but not a DUI because he wasn't wasn't there and said that the reason he did it is because he remembered that Lance Briggs did it and it worked. Hmm. So there you go. Then again, being, you know, in Chicago, who among us hasn't left their car after (laughs) a 14 foot blizzard comes in, you know, you're like, I'm just going to leave this on Lakeshore drive. I'll pick it up in April. Yep. But uh, you would think if the, if, that, if the criticism bothers Eddie so much, there's one there's one easy way to uh, attend to it. Would it would it involve tackling? Yeah, just tackle somebody, and that'll it would. put that'll put everybody that'll quiet everybody down. Right, right. He doesn't seem all that interested in actually doing that. Yeah. So um, we got to talk about this other play, and I know you were pretty hot about it as you should have been. This this. Where the Packers tried to Charles Martin Justin Fields. Yes. 
And it is, and we can't blame the officiating crew in this uh, crew in this case because they're just enforcing the rule. But that was a vicious hit, very you know on on fields, very well, vicious. Yeah, and, I mean, and it ends up being an offsetting penalty. And again, we never saw the supposed holding call. No, that was the, right. That's what we uh, meant to get back to, which was, uh, was apparently a holding on Cody Whitehair. Fox never showed it, most likely because they could not find it. Yeah, because there well, was yeah. one. Um, yeah, so Fields had gotten outside, had gotten a first down, slid well in advance of, and I forget who the Packer was, um, who not only hit him as he was sliding, but led with his head and hit him helmet to helmet. So the the thing that I get the fact, it's stupid, but I get the fact that the personal foul can be offset by the holding. Mm-hmm. But the play there is to eject the player for right. purposely hitting a quarterback in the head. Just kick him out. But they didn't right. do that. They're just, yeah. oh, sorry. Nothing we can do about it. Offsetting. Yeah. Yeah, Strange. I mean, it's not. It's That's one of the perils now of having a quarterback that you worry about. I mean, you know. <laughs> True. If kid's hit in the head, your first thought is, ooh, maybe that'll help. <laughs> but what does Justin feels like, no, 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 you don't touch him. Right. Get away from him. Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to ask, we've been talking about how um, a lot of talk about Allen Robinson, about how, um, you know, the Bears screwed up the cap by not signing to the mm-hmm. to his extension, which meant then that they had to, um, they were up against the cap because they have to account for his entire salary for the entire year, whereas everybody else, you can spread it out over the length of their contract. Um it cost them Charles Leno because they had to cut somebody to get under the cap and blah, blah, blah. And then there was you know, early in the season, you know, in the Rams game when they didn't let him run a pattern that's over 10 yards because nobody on the team ran one. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Andy Dalton, you know, it's clear that there's just going to be lots of little quick passes and then Fields takes over and they're just going to run the ball. and Or then in Cleveland, they're going to run plays and they're not going to work. And, oh, God, this poor Allen, his free agency is in the crapper. Mm-hmm. Are we sure he's good? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the excuses are now. You know, you've got you've got a quarterback who can actually throw the ball to you and hit mm-hmm. you with it 10, right. 15, 20, 40 yards down the field, and he's made a, he's made some nice catches. He's made the the typical Allen Robinson ones, the ones where he pries the ball off the head of the defender and you're amazed right. that he could hang onto the ball as he fell out of bounds. But we just don't get a lot of the other stuff. And to yeah. me, he's still a valuable receiver, but he's paid like a one, and he doesn't play like a one. Yeah, that's that's been the case this year. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Yeah, and he and Fields clearly have not gotten on the same page yeah. for whatever reason so far. Maybe he's a, he's a Nick Foles guy. He's still <laughs> mad. <laughs> yeah. And then we see it in, I mean, Fields tried twice to throw deep to him on plays, broken plays where he didn't run deep. Now, there was one, of course, with this, maybe this whole conversation is different. There was a play where uh, Fields had to roll to his left, and Robinson came wide open in the middle of the field. Mm. Wide open. Right, Fields right. did not see him until it was too late. He could right. not get the ball to him. Right. And if he hits that, it's probably a touchdown. And oh yeah, like, they finally they're they've all hooked up, but that's uh, it true. didn't happen. Yeah, 
And I don't know. I mean, it's a, there's still there's still 11 games left. You know, maybe yeah. those two will get a cook and, and he'll put up a thousand yards and be like, all right, he is pretty good. But we haven't seen any evidence of it yet. Didn't didn't Nagy have some bizarre explanation on that play? I did not see his press conference, but didn't he say something stupid about what well, the ref was in the way or you couldn't see him because of the ref or something? I don't know if you saw I missed that. that part. Yeah, I saw people on Twitter talking about it. I don't know. But I think the gist of it was Fields didn't hit him because the ref was too close to <laughs> the ref. Actually, I wouldn't have put it past one of the rest to tackle Allen before the, as the ball was in the air. Well, that crew, yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't worry, Aaron. We got you. <laughs> we got it. We'll take care of it. Yeah. That, that crew is so bad. I'm surprised they're not umpiring tonight's a playoff game. Were you offended by the fact that the Packers got to wear their home uniforms in well, Soldier's Field for the first time ever? See, I, was, I didn't realize that was the first time ever. Yeah, that does offend me. In that Apparently case. they had worn green in Wrigley back <laughs> when okay. the Bears, you could they could wear green and the Bears could wear blue because they're not the same color. Right. Um which is reminiscent of, I don't know if you remember this, it was probably 10 years ago. Illinois and Indiana played at Illinois, and Illinois wore the orange, and Indiana wore the red. <laughs> and they ESPN apparently got so many complaints from people who couldn't tell the difference. Right. It's like, they're different <laughs> colors. Maybe go get a real TV. <laughs> that, that's not allowed anymore. No. I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, so the Packers got to wear their green, which is just a, that's just an awful uniform. Just, well, whoever it, thought it, that any of that shit looks good is. Right, insane. but the, but the, they do, clearly. And so it was kind of a dumb idea. Well, why would you let them kind of wear what they think are their cool uniforms in soldiers? That didn't seem to make a lot of yeah. sense. I think they just wanted to show off the racist throwbacks. Which I, th- I honestly do think are a pretty cool looking uniform. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you don't support them against the Packers. Yeah, why, yeah, exactly. Why let the Packers wear their green and whatever? Where am I against somebody? Like, where am I against the Cowboys? And then the Cowboys have to wear their blue and they hate to wear those. Yeah, see, now that would be a little game. They play stuff. the Cowboys this year, but if they did, I hope they but, do. The Cowboys will score a thousand points against the Bears if they play them. Right, right. Yeah, there was so, that. Yeah. Well, you know, this game, we were hoping this game would sort of be, you know, the changing of the guard, the passing of the torch, Rodgers to Fields, uh, a new era. And, it, you know, it just kind of really made the whole season kind of fall flat <laughs> so far. You know, because it, especially coming off for that, the, the win in Vegas. Now, we know there were circumstances there that we didn't know about at the time, um, how bad things were with, with Chucky. Uh, but, you know, coming out, out of that game, you're, feel, you're feeling pretty good. I, I wonder about that. I wonder how much the players – like, I don't think the players do any of the other emails. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they had right to be offended by the one that had leaked. Right. But the other stuff, you know, about the him criticizing or basically wanting any player who kneeled cut. And who has really enjoyed using the British slang for cigarettes over right. and over and over again about everybody mm-hmm. and all the other stuff. Right. 
because uh, I don't think they knew about any of that. So I think part of that was I think the, I I don't think he completely delegitimized the Bears' win. I still think that was a pretty. I agree. Game. I agree for sure. Yeah. Um, and I should have known better. I mean, when <laughs> the Raiders went to Denver, and that really had the that should have had the feel of a. All right, this is it's. Um, let's show everybody that it wasn't him. That our we, <laughs> our success is because of us, not the asshole who just got fired. Yeah, and they kind of rally around the special teams coach, whoever the hell it is that is coaching the team. I don't think the players even knew. Like, who's coaching today? Do we know? That ah, doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Um, and then the worst part of it, though, Vic Fangio <clears throat> did not have a gray sweatshirt on. See. I mean, what the hell is he even trying anymore? He had some blue nylon pullover. Like, no, no, Vic, that's not brand. That's not a brand. No, was he going fashion? Getting the high fashion. It was hot in Denver that day, which I don't know if it was. Just sweat through it. Who cares? You got to suffer for your art. Yes, absolutely. I guess the most depressing thing about the the Packer loss on Sunday was how routine it felt. Like we're used to. You know, they go up to play the Packers, and they get annihilated. And Aaron Rodgers throws for 400 yards, and he makes throws that nobody else could possibly make. And you're just like, what the, how are we ever going to beat this team with that guy? And then right. we lose to him on Sunday, and he just played okay. Yeah. He just kind of had an average. They did the, the defense did a pretty good job. The offense ran the ball. They, yeah. They, they, weren't, they, were, they weren't overwhelmed on either side of the line. There was, it wasn't an ass kissing. It was just a thorough, it was a, we're just this much better than you. Yeah. It's it like really the had... big brother holding the little, the little brother where the bears were the little brother swinging at the big brother. Who's just holding their forehead with his palm. Yeah. Kind of going, yeah, you can't reach me. So right. swing till you get tired and fall asleep. That's the depressing yeah. part of it because there is no reason in the world for those two teams to have that big of a talent deficit other than the fact that bears have botched you know six seven years of ryan pace yeah i was gonna say other than the gm and head coach but yeah i mean no, it's, it's one uh, thing when you look at it and say like, it's just that fucking quarterback if we ever if right. we ever can get a quarterback as good uh, you know close to as good as that guy we're even well i mean fields isn't there yet but he's he played pretty well yeah i mean he certainly looks and like he's the packers after probably midway through the second quarter were like Phew. Yeah, we won again. They were yeah. sweating it. It had a it had a dis- disturbing run of the mill feeling to it. You're right. It just felt like a typical Bears Packers game. So it and dispelled that- the thing we we wanted to be true as much as we hated it. Yeah. Which was the only difference between those two teams is that one guy. Yeah. Which kind of makes you wonder, even when he leaves next year, and I'm still 100 percent convinced that he's going to leave. Although I was 100 percent convinced he wasn't going to play for him this year. Um, so take that for what it's worth. Right. Jordan Love won't be that good, but maybe it won't matter. Well, it, it depends, you know, at the, but the other part of it, of it though, is Rogers has had, you know, competent coaching and a good, and a good front office. Yeah. And clearly Fields does not have that. No. So, you know, who's going to be on the sidelines next year? You know, is is this going to be the same? You know, that that's as much as anything because I do think we can look at it and say, yeah, Fields is not clearly at at you know at at the level of Aaron Rodgers yet, but he is on his way. He is as close as we have gotten 
Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, you look, you look at Mitch, for, you know, compared to Aaron, forget it's forget about it. But you look at Fields, you go, this guy could be a really, really good quarterback just like that guy. Um, But do we have the right – do we have the right coaching staff? Yeah, to I mean, you bring that? up a great point, which is – I mean, we how much more proof do we need? We it's, It gets proven to us week after week after week that this Matt Nagy offense doesn't work. Right. It just doesn't. Now it works a little bit better when somebody else calls the plays, mm-hmm. but it's still so limited that it can't make that big of a difference. Right. Um, and so the only, you know, the fear is that, although I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. <laughs> the fear <laughs> is that they win just enough games. The George convinces himself, Matt has done what he needs to do. He's handed the offense over to the to other people and he's just going to, he's just coaching this team. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When if the Bears were run by a well, if they're run by a real family, and we, this comes up every week, I say the some version of this every week, <laughs> right? If well, they had a real owner, the real owner would be like, "No, go away." But this Plan B or the second thing is, you can stay, you can coach this team, yeah. But we have to bring in a real offensive guru. We're yeah. not running your shit anymore. Mm-hmm. We're bringing an offensive coordinator who's going to put in their own offense and they're going to run it. And if you want to coach the rest of the team, go ahead. And if that's not cool with you, if you need to have your hands in the offense, then you have to go away. Right. But right. I fear that they're just going to run all this shit back again and be like, oh, Justin got better, which I'm sure he will because he's good. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to be like, OK, but this is going to work, even though it's not. They're going to well, they're going to they're going to they're going to have that kid play with one hand tied behind his back for how many years until they finally realize that they need to change coaches because it's. It's better to have him not calling the plays. It would be ideal to have him not calling anything. Right, right. Well, I, I would I would say this. The antidote to that could be summed up in four words. Buccaneers, Niners, Steelers, Ravens. You know, that's their gauntlet coming up. Yeah. Um, can they... I've, the easiest game is the Steelers, but that's not easy no, because the Steelers on, have, have a good defense. It's on the road. It's yeah. Monday night. And somebody's got a black TJ Watt. Right. But yes, the that's a that's an offense that the very defense should be able to handle. Um and so you shouldn't need very many points. And that's the only kind of games they're gonna be able to win. Otherwise yeah. we don't have to score a lot of points because they can't score a lot of points. Right. Um Tampa, I think, is gonna do things to them that are illegal in several southern states. The I mean it's all it's it's like the perfect storm of oh no. Yeah. Uh, Tampa played on Thursday. So they actually they got to rest and they have, you know, even extra prep time. Right. Uh the Bears beat them last year. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady got embarrassed by the fact that he forgot how many downs there were. Yeah. That was the four downs. This is game. a guy who any slight he wears like a you know a badge of honor, and he's got oh, yeah. he has reason to want to put it on the Bears. Um, yes, he does. And then there was the whole I almost forgot about it until I wrote about it. But there was the whole he got endless amounts of shit for not shaking Nick Foles' hand after the game. I didn't remember about it until until I read your newsletter. Yeah, that's right. So it's just I don't. Yeah. Oh, I meant to look up. I think it's eleven and a half. <laughs> that might not be high enough. <laughs> It's an awfully big spread for the NFL. 
Maybe it's not eight and a half. I remember think maybe I thought it should be uh, eleven and a half. So you got those four games. You've already lost one of the Packers. If if you, it's easy to say okay they go zero and five, but you know it doesn't always seem just doesn't seem to work out that way. But if, if they go one and four during this stretch, mm. where is this team at? Where 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 are we at? Is this is this do they fire him at the at that point? Do they say, "Look, we know it's over, but we're going to wait till the end of the year"? I mean, what what happens if that happens? And, well, and I mean, I, not- the thing I'm worried about is, uh, I think the McCaskies are pretty distracted these days. With Vag has been having all the kids go through all of her old telegrams to make sure that there's nothing that's going to get her <laughs> in trouble for them. Right? They're not even focused on this stuff. <sighs> I mean, I I think we've I think we already made it past. The, uh, I think Nagy weathered that he's going to get fired during the season thing. I see, but I think we could say that now. But and again, I don't necessarily this is, think this is going to happen. If they go zero and five in this stretch, I, all of that I think goes away, don't you? I mean, doesn't the heat has just got to be excruciating at that point if that happens? Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing that's always saved him is that he hasn't lost the players. But right. at some point, they're going to get we got to get tired of getting your head beat in and look around. Like, doesn't anybody around here have any answers? And well, I mean, think yeah. about how tired we are already. I, I just, we only have to listen to him like twice a week mm-hmm. and him talking about, we got to find the why he said it again the other day and that in <laughs> the whole, that can't happen. And we're going to fix that and blah, blah, blah. And it's the same shit all the time and nothing ever changes. Right. Those players listen to him every day. And at yeah. some point they're gonna have to look at him like, but he, you don't, we need something else. Yeah. We're getting the same shit from you all the time and it doesn't work. And yeah, we, we might like you enough. We're not going to shove you in the laundry hamper, but it's time for somebody else that could happen. And plus we, we don't know, you know, if, 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 if fields gets placed in more and more jeopardy as we go along here, if he ends up getting killed, which is very possible given that offensive line, I mean, that's, you know, that's, as you just said, we finally have a quarterback who we don't touch him. Yeah. He's good. And if, and if we see, you know, stuff that he's doing with his offensive play design, that is, or, you know, or, you know, not, not, you know, not, uh, not keeping in extra blockers for fields or not using them the proper way. And, and he's good. And if he's getting killed as a result, that will start to cost him the team, let alone the city and the fans. Yeah. I mean, the, at some point, the wide receivers are going to get really irritated with the fact that only two of them can play at a time because they have to have an extra offensive lineman and an extra tight end in the game. Right. Um, right. You know, their they're, wide receivers are a, usually a pain in the ass anyway, although the Bears, they only have two that are half decent, so who cares this shit what Demir Bird or Marquise Goodwin's complaining about? They're like test pilots, those wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> test pilots? You, no, you cannot work with them. <laughs> um, it could be that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really funny. Ever since they switched to the uh, to laser ball, laser tag, what do we, whatever we're calling it. Um, it sounds so much cooler than it is. Laser ball. It is because yeah. he's like the dullest person in the world. <laughs> yeah. um, It really seems like Jason Peters has played pretty well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he did it again. There's always like two or three plays during the game where he just smokes somebody. Just, yeah. you know, he's 370 pounds of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, now if you're Jason Peters, and the, it gets, to, all of a sudden you look up and the Bears are uh, three and eight. Yeah. It's fishing time. I, 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 think? I, think, I think so. You're kind of like, all right, I, I, I came here because we were going to try, we were trying to win something, and it's very clear it's not going to happen, and I'm going to go home. And yeah, well, I, I appreciate that... it. I appreciate the chance. Uh, I'm old, and this team blows, and you honestly need to start playing somebody else anyway. So I'll just get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're a free agent, are, are you kind of thinking I don't want to get hurt at this point? Well, thank God there's an extra game. Oh, that's right. <laughs> thank God for the seven for week uh, eighteen. I'm sure oh. it'll be very meaningful for this team. Oh yeah, wonderful. You know, there's. I, I was thinking about it late in the game yesterday, which was. As much as I don't want to give Ryan Pace that much credit, there's plenty of bad shit that he's done that I can't. There's, and it's his fault because he keeps Nagy employed. There are coaches who could win with this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the defense has actually gotten its shit together. And other than the fact that occasionally the defensive backs all run in the wrong direction. And Eddie thinks they're playing flag football still. Right. It's pretty good defense. Um, yeah, they have the sure. they have the NFL MVP as the kicker. Although he, all he gets to do is kick two extra points a week, that's not going to help. Right, right. And oh yeah, there's and a, you got there's a quarterback, a... and you yeah. got three running backs. But... You're right. I mean, you you look at the names on on this roster. There's a lot of exciting names. There's a lot of really good players. You got Mac. You got Roquan. Obviously, Fields, Robinson. Yeah, yeah. All these you got guys. My, the guy I've been. Touting for two years now. Big play Bob Quinn. Never said a bad thing about him. <laughs> yeah, that's your biggest fan. <laughs> now Quinn's playing well. So, yeah, there's definitely a roster of you look at this and go, yeah, this it, you definitely get the sense. We shouldn't. It shouldn't be this hard. There are some really good players on this team. There really are. Yeah. But what are we doing? Yeah. It all boils down to the fact that your offense can't score enough points. And why can't the offense score enough points? They can't score enough points because the offensive genius that they hired is a complete fraud. And that seems like the place you fix. And for whatever reason, last year they decided, oh, that's fine. We'll we'll keep collaborating. Everything will be fine. I mean, they they wasted this whole year for us and for fields and for a defense that's not getting any younger. Right. It's a waste. Right. Other than that, it's great. So, so what is what is the Aaron Rodgers? You know, the I own you stuff. What, what does that do? You know, how are Bears fans going to react to that? Are they going to? Is that going to really? Is that going to turn turn up? I don't mean how are they going to react to Rodgers? Are they going to turn up the heat on the franchise uh, on ownership? Because it's hard to argue with what he said, and and I think we're tired of it. Um, you know, it's oh. here's what I think. Yeah, I think. Well, the majority of baseball fans are Chicago Cubs fans, right? 
and pretty much every sports fan in Chicago is a Bear fan. So right. if you do simple math, there's a lot of Cub fans that are Bear fans. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of similarities about how they feel about the team. And I, what I, I don't fear, but one of the things I think that happens is, I've already made one little brother analogy, is the whole Rodgers thing pissed Bear fans off. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to say shit like that about the Bears. We, we say shit like that about the Bears. You can't do that to our pledges. Only, Only we, we can yeah. do that to our pledges, right? I do think that there are a lot. There are like you know, it'll it, it'll have it'll have two lives. It has the initial life where everybody's pissed at Aaron Rodgers. Although I remember, right. I just kind of actually there were a lot of people. I give a lot of people credit. A lot of people who sat at home and went, yeah, yeah. I, that's kind of how I, you, that's how I feel too. You do. We get it. Blah blah blah. Um, I didn't see it. That's how I there was a, there, all the meatheads got riled up and they got pissed off at him. Yeah. But after a few weeks, that there that frustration will be focused inward again. Yeah, I think so. The visor. Right. It may give him a couple week reprieve. Um, yeah, but it'll yeah. boomerang because is it's because yeah. it's it's there. It's yes. that frustration is is definitely there. And yeah, it's being pointed at Rogers right now. But you know, a couple three weeks of of losing football it's gonna it's gonna boomerang right at him yeah yeah um but i don't know i mean the, the city of chicago is still basking in the glow of the wnba championship and then the bulls are opening up on wednesday and i mean if it's, if the preseason was any indication they're gonna win every game by 35 points <laughs> we may just forget about the bears yeah it's a basketball yeah. town now not a hockey town, I don't think. No, I don't think it is. No, no. In fact, uh, like Sam Fells during the during the game said, uh, <laughs> he goes, "Ooh, this is a very contentious Bear Packer game. Might be a good time if a certain hockey team wants to fire its coach and have nobody <laughs> notice." That <laughs> uh, would have been, yeah. Uh. Okay, so what do you think the line? I wasn't right at 11 and a half uh, Bears Bucks for the line. 26 and a half. It's big. Whatever it is, it's big. 12 and a half. Yeah. I was I, think, low. I mean, I was low what, at 11 and a half. Is that the biggest is that the biggest spread of, of the entire week? Uh, let's see. It's got to be close. I mean, cuz even like uh that's a that's a big spread for the NFL. No, because the Cardinals play the Texans. Oh. <laughs> 17. <laughs> Oh, the Texans won't cover that. No, Texans have had some big ones, and they they didn't cover an eighteen point spread a couple weeks ago. And that doesn't happen in, in NFL. I mean, that's a college oh. spread. No, college you yeah. get forty points. Sometimes Nebraska used to, when they would play Little Sisters of the Poor, they'd be like fifty five point favorites, and they would cover. Right, right. Um, yeah, everything else is your typical five and a half. Packers are ten point favorites over the football team. Uh, Falcons, Dolphins, that juggernaut, that's a pick'em. Yeah. But yeah, the only double-digit one. Oh no! The, oh, the Rams, <laughs> the Lions go play the Rams. Ooh, that's so that the Bears one. don't even have the second highest line. Oh, okay. Uh, Fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a half. Well, that says a lot about the strength of the NFC North. Yeah, it really the, does. Two other two other teams are double-digit underdogs. <laughs> wow. I mean, those are two of the best teams in the NFL that they're playing. But uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, how can how can you not how can you not pick uh, Tampa? 
to cover that. Uh, you know. I mean, this honestly, this is a game where if you're the Bears, you're the object is to just not get beat by forty. You, That's you go in there and you run the ball and you try to shorten the game. That's quite the and, new rocking speech. Don't don't get beat by forty, fellas. Yeah. yeah. And you just you you take your lump and you hope that it's like you hope you lose by you know ten to seventeen points. Consider See, I that can... a moral victory and you get out. And you might not be able to do that. But if they go in there trying if their whole thing is, all right, the only way we can win is we're going to open it up, we're going to throw the ball around, whatever. You're going to lose by 40 points. Well, see, and I think that's that's what I think they might do because they could easily take the 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 the, the stance of we're expected to lose, nobody believes in us. Let's just let's just razzle dazzle. We'll go, you know, we'll make stuff up. We'll be creative. To use a co- you know, to use a college analogy, not for any particular reason, I'm bringing this up, but Purdue, Iowa, Purdue ran rotated three quarterbacks. Throughout the, the entire could do that. game, the Bears could do that. The they Bears have three quarterbacks. Now, uh, did Purdue do it? Um, I only watched the end of it because I was enjoy. I, I knew that Iowa was losing, and I wanted to see it. Yeah. Um, how did how did the rotation work? Were they rotating during series or like during, different quarterbacks for series. different series? Yeah, guys were have, literally shuttling in and out of the game. Yeah. Sometimes all three in in a single series. Yeah, and and Aiden O'Connell, they're. Their 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 main quarterback still had 375 yards of passing, even with all that rotation. Did they at any point play two of them at the same time? Did they have two quarterbacks on the field? I feel like they did at one point, but that see, was not a big part of the. Offense. See, I'd like to see a team that has two quarterbacks. Put them both in shotgun. Yeah, and then the other team, you know, which one's going to get the snap? That's right. Who's it going to go to? Yeah, you go Dal- you get- Dalton Fields. That'd be great. How'd you get? How are you going to game plan that? Yeah. So that you could see the Bears Arians, Mr. Smart guy, try to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah, their whole thing would be just tackle both of them. Don't worry about yeah. it. Just tackle them both. So the difference is that worked, and you, but you could see Nagy coming up, trying to come up with something like that that's going to work. That's just going to blow up in his face spectacularly. Yeah. Now, the people on the podcast love it when I talk about my illustrious football career. Um, we all do. I played, on, I played on a high school football team that um, we, were, uh, we won our first 11 games my senior year. We didn't mm-hmm. give up a point until week nine. And um, so we're 11 and 0, and we're playing Sterling Newman Catholic in the playoffs. And we're like, shit, we can beat Sterling Newman. We're gonna, you know, we'll be on to the semifinals. We're gonna win the state championship. What was Sterling Newman's record at that point? That, see, that's the thing. They were, if we were 11 and 0, they were eight and three. Okay. And we're like, three losses. Jesus, we going to kick their ass. <laughs> uh, it turns out that. Um, so they had a they had a pair of twins, um, the Cricks. One of them played at Purdue. Another played went to uh, the uh, went to West Point. Their left tackle was a guy named Jeff Riney who went to Notre Dame. Hmm. This was not this is one A football in Illinois, the wow. little schools. There were sixteen of us on my football team, sixteen. <laughs> but we're still like, well, it turns out that the Cricks weren't eligible the first couple of weeks because they had transferred, and there was some kind of issue. So they played without them. And they also were playing like three or four A teams, those first non-conference games. So we didn't really understand what we were running into. But mm-hmm. our coach did. And the, the reason for this is we ran, very sophisticated, we ran the wing tee. That's how I could play tight end wide receiver for four years and catch uh, like eight passes. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, so we show up on Monday, 
We just we thrown another shutout in the playoffs. We're like, ah, here we go. And we have a brand new offense. <laughs> All of a sudden, we've got um, one of our one of our players who could throw lining up on every play as a split out behind one of us tight ends who was going to block. So the idea was it would give the quarterback the option to just quickly throw a lateral down the line, and then he, then we had pass patterns that were. And uh, I got home on Monday after we put that in. And my dad was like, "So what was practice like?" I'm like, "I don't. Know, we put on some kind of all new offense in." And he's like, oh, he said, dude, the coach's name. He's like, ah, he's pretty sure you're going to get the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> he's like, he, he, he's pretty sure you can't win the way you always play. Right. Um, yeah, we had given up 20 points all year. We were uh, down 28 to 6 at half. <laughs> well, that's 35 to 6. We didn't get that demolished. But, and they went on to win. They won the stage. They won the next two games. They won the state championship. Had you kept your regular offense, would the score have been similar? Thirty-five to six. Because we scrapped that after about. Oh, okay, you scrapped eight that. plays okay. and went. Okay. Shit, this isn't going to work. We're just going to have to. We have to. We're going to have to be the Bears. We're going to have. That was the whole idea about this. Was we could have run that wide open, yep. thing and gotten beat fifty to nothing. Or, after two series, it was clear that that's not going to work either. Yeah. Yeah. We got this far. Line up. And just play the way we always play and see what the hell happens. And that's what the hell happened. So that's the that's the decision the Bears are gonna get to make. Right. On Sunday is. Which one? Yeah. And if they're and smart, I, they've run the same offense they ran against the Lions. See, and I feared Nagy was just relishing this. Thinking this is great. I'll show everybody how smart oh, I yeah, am. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, he's got He'll be ripping the play sheet out of Bill Lazor's hands in, like, in the middle of the second quarter. So this is something that we – I don't know how we, you and I could get to the bottom of this, but what's the deal with him in the play sheet? So now, does he is he just not allowed to, to have it in on its Soldier Field anymore because he didn't carry it in the Lions game. Yep. He didn't have it on Sunday. He had it the whole time against the Raiders. Yeah. To the point where I was worried he was calling plays. But unless right. he's turned into uh, uh, who was the guy with Topo Gigio, <laughs> he was not because he wasn't. You know, actually, well, I, he... maybe this is what it is. At Soldier Field, they can hook the Fisher Price headset up. See, there you so go. So they can give him the play sheet. No, no that's right. not right. No, he no, have a play sheet there. You didn't have a play sheet yesterday. Yeah. They got the. Yeah, right. They convinced the Raiders to put the the. the <laughs> Fisher Price headset on, and then he could give him the play sheet, and he could talk into the thing as much as he wanted, and nobody had to run any of his plays. But he didn't have it again. Okay, do you think he, on some level he's like, this is a big trick? Like we'll fool him. We'll, we'll <laughs> they're gonna think Bill Lazor's calling the place, but they're gonna see me one week with the sheet, the menu, the Denny's menu is called the next week without the Denny's, so they don't know what's coming at him. Is that is it this Galaxy Brain thinking? That's possible. From that's very possible. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that gives it away is when they have two 80-yard drives in a game. You know Nagy wasn't calling the plays on those. And by definition, it was not. Because it worked. Nagy. And they yeah. ran the ball. And they didn't give up on – they didn't run the ball twice and go, well, we can't run the ball this week. Sorry. Just, we're going to have to throw 60 times. Right. It's going to be fine. And, again, they had to score two touchdowns on that one drive. Which, yeah, I mean, really, even, they lost 21 – they lost 24-21. Yeah, because he scored three touchdowns. Even that was impressive, by the way. Because how many times have you seen? Was. Yeah, because not only not only did the touchdown get called back, but it was a ten yard penalty. Mm-hmm. They had 
they were, I think it was second and 20. Yeah. And they got a first down, and then they scored a touchdown. And the usual thing that would happen to a Bears team is that they would line up for the field goal and maybe make it, maybe not. Yeah. This time, they're like, no, we'll, we'll score again. So one of the criticisms of Fields after the game was on the, the last time the Bears had the ball, they were down by 10. And you knew he needed a field goal and a touchdown in some combination mm-hmm. to have any chance. Right. And he took the two sacks. And people were like, yeah. he's got to know in that situation that a field goal is okay. Yeah. Um, he's got a fucking radio in his helmet, right? Yeah. Seems to me like he probably, that, that it was coaching too. Like if the yeah. coach was like, all right, you know what, we're going to, because actually here was the thing that damned it. Um, and it was, uh, I think they showed it during the Fox broadcast, I think. So the uh, the third down play, where he took the sack and put him mm-hmm. out of field goal range for way out of field goal range. They actually, they weren't even in it anyway, but took him way out. So they had right. to go for it on fourth down, and they got sacked again. Um, I know it was during the Fox things. I remember Greg Olson drawing it up on the Telestrator. None of the routes... All of the routes were like 20 yards down the field to try to get the first down. There wasn't like somebody then, like you send three guys down the field and you have one guy kind of loop out over the middle and you can, right. you can hit him for a 12-yard gain and we can kick the field goal and then we'll do the onside kick. He had no short outlet. So mm-hmm. they could be telling, no one, I, I, it, even, okay, if somebody's telling him his head, we can get a field goal, we can get a field goal. They didn't give him a play where he could right. actually then try to get, you know, throw it quick, kick the field goal, we still got two minutes left, what the hell. They were yeah. playing for the touchdown because they're the Bears, and they can't, in their mind, if you need 10 points, you got to get the touchdown first because it's worth more. Right. Which makes no right. sense. Right. No, that, that's a great point. And, and by the way, I, I think, you know, oh, he's got to, like, he's got to know to throw that ball. He knows to throw the ball away. He, yeah. He's a good football player. He knows the situation. We got to get a – we got to get two scores. We can get a touchdown on a field goal. The other thing he is, knows that. We talked about this way back in the preseason with him, and it's still true. He's Obviously, he's going to make mistakes. When do you see him repeatedly make the same mistake? Yeah, you don't. He doesn't. Yeah. He figures it out. And that's part of the reason why we were screaming and yelling that he needed to be playing. Right. Was because the only way he's going to learn how to do all this stuff is to do it. And that's what he's doing right now. And he's actually playing better than I think most people thought he could at mm-hmm. this point. So you're getting the benefit of he's getting all this experience, figuring all this shit out. And he actually is doing it. It's not like Mitch, who would just be the same mistake over and over and over again. Yeah. And then people are still mad. And you get assholes like Hub who are like, how come he hasn't figured this out yet? <laughs> it's, it's just game four. It's game four. And yeah. of hopefully, you know. 160 or 170. He's going to play for the Bears. Right. And for the last 35 years, we've been told rookie quarterbacks, they take time to develop. They make mistakes. I mean, we've literally, they've been telling us you know, the same guys have been telling us, telling us this for years while we literally watched, you know, two, three, four seasons of rookie quarterbacks make the same stupid mistakes, you know, continue to quote unquote develop. They never do. And it's just because they suck. It's just it, it's just the bottom line is they just weren't that good. Yep. Justin Fields, you can tell, is going to be a really good quarterback, and 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 he's not going to take four years to do it. He'll have it. He'll have it figured out this season, I think. 
He's on his way to getting it figured out now. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he's he's pretty far along already. He pretty he he looks like a top five quarterback a lot of the time. He really does. His and, boys, his and you always have to factor in. <laughs> he's it's probably more impressed. We're impressed, but it's probably more impressive than we even give him credit for, given yeah who he plays with, yeah who's calling the plays, who's designing the plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's making some of this shit work. Just think about right. it. If he had a real coach. Yeah. My God, he'd be unstoppable. Yeah. True. Well, he gets to, uh, if nothing else, he gets to spend three hours next week watching Tom Brady. He can soak some of that in. That would make Hub very happy. That Michigan man. Oh, yes. The Michigan, Ohio Slinging State. Slinging it all over the field. Right. And I'm sure there were some people who, during that part we talked about, just try to keep it under 40. And I told the ponderous high school football story about, well, we beat him last year. We did it once, we do it again. Yes, we could. You're not going to, but you could. Right. Yeah. Actually, the thing about it was the Bucks. about, that was just before they really started to figure it out. Yeah. Like, true. they were pretty good when the Bears played them. And about three or four weeks later, they kicked it into overdrive. And they were just clearly the best team in football. I mean, even to the point where, because they kind of struggled with the football team, right? They had to play. They had to play in the same round that the Bears did. They played Washington, and it was not yeah, well, like a super impressive win. Yeah, first well, round, well, and then they were better right. against the Saints, and then they beat the Packers, and then they were really good in the Super Bowl. It especially helped that the Chiefs uh, had picked up their offensive line at the airport uh, mm-hmm. before the Super Bowl. But hey, you look fat. Would you like to play tackle in the Super Bowl? All right, good. All our guys are hurt. But, yeah. Uh, no, but it's true. When, when when the Bears played them last year, you, no one thought, "Oh, these this here's your eventual Super Bowl champions." No one was thinking that. No one was thinking that about the Bucks at that point. So yeah. So. Well, here we go. So we'll find out on uh, on Sunday. Um, It's even though it's I think that I have this right. Even though it's uh, NFC NFC, it's one of those weird crossover games. And I believe it's Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Ooh. Okay. Actually, I so late, real quick. So yeah, it's the the late game. Because I'm pretty sure that's a, I'm pretty sure they were talking about it during. Um, oh, that's last year's. That doesn't do me any good. Pretty sure they're talking about during Cowboys Pats. That they were coming uh, to do this game next. Yeah. And I'm failing miserably at it. So people, you're just gonna have to figure it out on your own. All right. Yeah, we haven't got all day. <laughs> yeah, CBS. Okay. So we get Tony Romo predicting place. Won't be that hard for him to predict the bear place. No. Gonna be a uh, a twelve step drop back, and a and either a sack or an incompletion, Jim. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> All, right. All right, we will uh, we'll see what happens. We'll lace them up and see you next week. All right, thanks, Mike. All right, All right thanks. Many of us have herpes. 